Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey, Peaks, I have a very ambitious plan for today, and it is to tackle the world's number one coaching business killer. (laughs) There's one thing that I think kills coaching businesses more than any other thing in the world. And even when it doesn't successfully kill a coaching business all the way, it is very successful in hobbling them and slowing them down to the point where coaches frequently run into feeling like, I just can't go on anymore. So this is not okay. This is dangerous. This causes so much suffering, and I'm going to address it today. And I'm going to address it by first naming the problem and then naming the solution. The problem happens when a coach thinks that the result should be different from the one they already have. The problem happens when a coach is surprised by the result they have, resists the result they have, is confused by the result they have, or even sometimes angry at the result they have because they feel that they should have something different. And I'm going to call this phenomenon result incongruence, meaning that the result that you got is incongruent with what you believe you are entitled to based on the effort that you've put in. Result incongruence, the way I'm going to present this idea to you in this episode is a form of dishonesty. It's telling yourself something other than the full truth, something less than the full truth of your capability and the skillfulness and the quality of the actions that you took in order to create the result that you have. Because if you took an honest and thorough accounting of your capability, your skillfulness, and the quality and quantity both, right, of the actions that you took, you would see every single time that the result you have is exactly the result you're supposed to have. For example, you made $500 last month. That's exactly the amount of money that makes sense for you to have made given what you put into it. Your friend made $300,000 last year and you're like, how did that happen? We started coaching school at the same time. Why did that happen? That's exactly the amount of money that makes sense for them to have made given what they put into it. If your output was different, your input was different. The result always, always, always is proportional to what you put in. The output is always, 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 always proportional to input, the quality of input and the quantity of input. If you feel like there was a lot of quantity and you're like, I put in so much, I did so much effort. What happened? So there was a problem with the quality right? There's no lies here. The result, there's no deviation ever from the truth that the result always is proportional to what you put in. I think the vast majority of unnecessary suffering and unnecessary quitting in the coaching world would stop if every coach truly, truly understood this concept and really accepted it for themselves. Result honesty is what we're going to call being willing to acknowledge the reality that the result always tells the truth. The result always tells the truth. The result always 
tells the truth. The result always tells the truth. We lie to ourselves about this a lot, and when we get into the habit of lying to ourselves about this, and we're not willingly lying to ourselves, it's it's very subconscious, and the sort of pattern of lying continues, that's what kills coaching businesses. We think that the thoughts that we occasionally think tells the truth, rather than what is proven plainly by the quality of our actions, and therefore, the results. We think what we want to believe tells the truth. We think what is convenient for us to believe tells the truth. We think that what preserves our ego to believe is what tells the truth, rather than the results of our actions. And when you're willing to look at that, and when you're willing to tell yourself the truth, that the results that you have are what tell the truth, it actually creates so much suffering. That's the problem. It might be more convenient for you to believe that you should be making more money, that you should be more successful, that you should be better known, that people should pay you more, that your launch should have gone differently. People should have bought from you. Your thing should have sold out. You should be getting more business than this other person. And you keep believing that because it's more convenient to believe it, but this convenience actually creates more suffering because when you believe that your results are created by anything other than your own actions, and when you think that your results are at odds with the truth of what should be, then you have a problem that is outside of your power to fix. And when you have a problem that's outside of your power to change or fix or diagnose, you feel helpless. And that helplessness creates a lot of confusion, a lot of spinning, And worst of all, it creates a ton of self-pity. And none of that obviously leads to any kind of productive thinking, high-quality decision-making. I actually think that that flavor of self-pity caused by the unwillingness to have total result honesty is the number one killer of coaching careers, right? That confusion of like, I don't understand. My results should be different. I should have made more money. I don't know why I my business looks the way it does. It doesn't make sense, right? That confusion tinged with self-pity, right? Of like, it's not fair. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. They should be different. That is where so, so many coaching careers die. Because why keep at something when people tell themselves, I'm, I've done everything I can. I've done all the things. I've been at this for so long. Nothing is changing and it's outside of my power to change. So what's the point of keeping going? That's why coaches quit. A lot of them quit overtly and they tell themselves they're quitting and, and others of them quit subtly in like their subconscious mind and they stop trying. They stop taking risks. They stop believing. They stop putting in the work and it's more of like a slow, subtle death <laughs> that just drags out over years. And I hate to see it. So here's what we're going to focus on thinking about today. Result honesty. The idea that your results always tell you the truth about the quality of your actions. The results always tell you the truth about the quality of your thoughts. The results always tell you the truth about exactly where you should be. Where you end up is always where you should be. And there's always a clear reason and you never are at a place where your results are disproportionate or they don't match the quality and quantity of your actions. So I'm going to 
<laughs> walk through all the parts of your mind that might want to be confused about this or might want to disagree with me. There might be a part of your mind that's like, Simone, you're wrong. Like you want to argue with me. You know, you might want to tell me that my results really should be different, that you really do deserve more, that you really did everything. And due to unfair, mysterious external circumstances, you didn't get what you deserved. You didn't get the results that you were entitled to. Now, I totally understand. And I don't want to argue with you. You totally don't have to believe me. You do not have to change your thoughts. We're all entitled to our own thoughts. But there is one thing that I do invite you to think about, which is when you believe that the reality that you're getting is not the truth, when you are believing that what you're getting isn't fair and that you should have gotten something different, how do you feel? What kind of actions do you take? And what kind of results do you create when you believe that things should have been different, that you deserve different, that you're being screwed by the universe? That's not fair. How do you feel? I would just love to invite you to observe yourself and you're believing those thoughts. And if you were to open your mind to a different possibility that actually the results you got are fair, the results you got are an exact reflection of the quality of your thoughts and feelings and actions that you had and that you took, and that if you were to have different thoughts that that would have led to different actions, would have led to different results, but you just didn't, didn't happen to have them, and that if you were to change your thoughts and change your actions, you would get different results, what is that like, right? One is believing that you didn't have power over what you created, and the other is believing or rather being open to the belief that actually they did. I created that, right? What is that difference like? That's what I invite you to consider, not to just blindly agree with me. What universe do you want to live in? And what do you think is going to lead to more useful thinking? Because here's the thing. These days, I'm far less interested in whether something is true or false. And like debating, is that true? Is that false, right? And I'm far more interested in what serves me better to believe. What's more useful for me to believe? What leads me towards more growth to believe, right? What belief, when I try it on, puts me in a more interesting, more creative, more generative direction? So we're going to play with this idea that what we're getting in terms of our our results, at least in terms of our business, is exactly what we've created with our thoughts, feelings, and actions. Never a smidgen more never a smidgen less. The money you're making is always exactly what you should be making. The number of followers you have is exactly the number of followers you should have, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'm inviting you to consider this as a possibility and try on what it would be like to be open to contemplating that. You know, one of my favorite quotes about this idea (laughs) actually comes from the New Testament. I have to say, I've never quoted the Bible for a coaching moment before. You know, I'm Catholic, so Catholics famously never read the Bible. You know, only Protestants read the Bible. So (laughs) I'm very ignorant about the Bible. But this quote, this one quote, I happen to remember because it's easy to remember. So Jesus says in the book of Matthew, and I'm quoting the Bible, but obviously this is a lesson for everybody and you do not have to be Christian (laughs) to get value out of what I'm trying to say. I hope that's completely obvious. So the book of Matthew, it says, Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit and 
a bad tree bears bad fruit. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. That's, I think, the most famous quote. By their fruit, you will recognize them. That's Matthew 7, 16 to 20. So that's a great metaphor. By their fruit, you will recognize them. How much money have you made? That's your fruit. What kind of impact has your coaching business had on the world? That's the fruit. By their fruit, you will recognize them. That's a great metaphor. However, where the metaphor fails is that humans are not trees. And unlike trees, we change, right? A thorn bush can't turn into a fig tree, but you can, because I mean, you can go from not making money to making money because we are humans, we can change. (laughs) You can go from being a thistle to a grapevine, so to speak, right? It's up to you. It all starts from the thoughts you think and the actions that you're willing to take. So let's look at some of the most common things that coaches tell themselves in order to avoid result honesty. And I'm going to tell you what I suggest as a thought replacement. Coaches tell themselves, I've been doing this for so long. I should be making a living with it already. I cannot tell you how long I have. I thought that myself and I believed it deeply. So if you believe it, if you're like, yeah, that just feels like the truth. I am so with you. Like I know exactly what that feels like. I get it. And it is completely, completely not a useful thought. So instead of thinking, I've been doing this for so long, I should be making a living with it already. What if you thought, I haven't been doing the things that'll get me the result I want. So I'm going to keep going until I figure out what those things are, right? Like when you tell yourself, I've been doing this for so long, like you're lying to yourself because whatever it does take for you to do to create the results you want to make a living with you with it, you haven't been doing it because if you had been, you'd be making a living with it. I always like immediately interrupt any one of my clients whenever they tell me, whenever they start a sentence with, I've been doing this for so long. I'm like, well, clearly you haven't. Whatever you've been doing, it's not, it hasn't been useful. It hasn't been creating the results you want. I don't want to say it hasn't been useful, but like it's not, it hasn't been enough to create the result that you're going for. So stop telling yourself, I've been doing this for so long. What, what the more honest version of it is, I've been doing something that does not create the result I want for so long. Like that is a lot more honest. And if I am doing something that will create the result I want, clearly I haven't been doing it long enough because I am not seeing the results yet. And that's okay. Like I, whatever it takes to get me the results I want, I haven't been doing it. And that's okay. Cause I'm going to go, I'm going to keep going until I figure out what those things are. And then I'm going to do those things all the way. Right. Another common one that people believe is I should be making more money than this. There's a level at which that thought can be useful. Like if it motivates you, if it galvanizes you to take different action, to take risks, you know, to learn. But if you're saying it to yourself in a way, you're like, I should be making more money than this in a way that fills you with resentment and self-pity and confusion, right? Here's the thought that I recommend instead. This is exactly the amount of money I should be making given the quality of my actions. And if I want to change that, I can, right? So be open to this idea. This is exactly the amount of money I should be making given the quality of my actions. And I'm going to, I'm going to be curious about how that is true. 
I'm going to be curious about how to improve the quality of my action. I'm going to be open to contemplating where my actions maybe haven't been as high quality as I thought. And I'm open to learning about all of it because I can change it if I want. It's kind of like, it reminds me a lot of the kind of drama I used to have with like when I was trying to lose weight. I was always telling myself, oh, I should have lost more weight. I should be thinner. Like I'm eating healthy all the time. Like I don't know why I'm gaining weight or whatever, stuff like that. And by the way, I'm not saying that everybody should, should try to lose weight. I'm just telling you a story about back in the day when I always was trying to lose weight and I was like mystified by the fact that I wasn't losing weight. And like w- whenever I tried on the thought, well, what if this is exactly the way that I should be given how, given what I've been doing with my body, <laughs> right? And I forced myself to get honest. And then I forced myself to get specific about how that could be true, that this is exactly the way that I, way that I should be. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I like had all these snacks that I totally ate and I totally ignored, right? And I totally like had second helpings of whatever. And I totally like ignored that in my mind. Right. And so there's like so many things. It's so easy to tell yourself that your results should be different. But when you are open to contemplating how they are actually exactly what they should be, you find so much more useful information about what you have the power to change. Like when you begin to ask yourself, how could it be true that my actions were a lot less in quantity or quality than I thought they were, or maybe it's both. They were, it was less quality and less quantity. Like, how could that be true? Right? Maybe my friend who's making a lot more money than me, whose business is growing a lot faster than me, maybe they were just out there a lot more. They marketed a lot more. They just took a lot more action than I did. And maybe when I told myself I'm doing so much, when I told myself I'm marketing so much, making so many offers, when I actually count them all, it was only like two a week or whatever it is, right? (laughs) And maybe I was telling myself that, you know, I I was telling really high quality action, but maybe there are all these times when I was quitting on myself, maybe all these times I was putting off doing the thing until I was more comfortable, all these times that I kind of held back from you know, taking big risks and doing the scary thing. All the times I told myself, I kind of sort of gave up and told myself, you know, that that what I'm doing is enough. And inside, deep inside, I, I knew it, that it wasn't really. I I could have done more. I could have pushed the envelope more. I could have taken bigger risks. I could have just done more and I didn't, right? And all those times, like you'd never give yourself a, an opportunity to be honest about them un- unless you decide to be available to feeling the discomfort that comes with that level of honesty. Do you know what I mean? Like this is really, this is like mature stuff. Like you have to have a certain level of maturity with yourself to be able to have this conversation with yourself. But when you do, it just really makes all the difference. Another one I hear commonly is, I'm so good at this. So why haven't I made any money? Like I'm such a good coach. So why aren't people throwing their money at me? And this one, again, I used to believe for so long, like I would just be in awe of my own ability to coach and just be so mystified that nobody was asking me, throwing their money at me to have this amazing transformation. And on one level, I think that's, you can keep that thought. Like it's a great thought on one level to like recognize how amazing you are. I think no matter where you are in terms of your income level, no matter where you are in terms of your business building, if you have 
coaching tools and you know how to use them, we are, we are all capable of creating amazing results. We are all amazing coaches at every, wherever you are, you can give somebody an amazing transformation. You can change our lives. Like I, that's, I believe that about every single coach who has any kind of coaching tool because coaching is fucking magic, right? So on the one level, I get it. It makes sense. I'm so good at this. I haven't made money. And yet at the same time, right? I'm saying, if you're saying this to yourself in a way that fills you with confusion and resentment and pity, like, I'm so good. I should have made more money. Why? Right? This is the thought that I recommend. What if I'm not so good? Like, I'm not so good that I'm able to inspire others to want to pay me to change their lives yet. And I'm going to get good. I'm not going to stop getting good until I am that good, until I am able to inspire others to want to pay me to change their lives. So this isn't saying you're not good, but when you are getting into a kind of self-pitying mode about it, like, what if you were open to this idea, but you know what, maybe I could be better. Maybe I am good, but maybe I'm not so good that other people just like see me and they want to throw their money at me. In what ways can I take responsibility for that? I bet if you are answering, if you're open to answering that question, you would get so much insight. If you are open to answering that question without beating yourself up, without making yourself wrong or without making anything a problem, I think if you came at it with like neutral curiosity about it, with compassion and respect for yourself, I think you would get so much insight. How could it be true that although I am good as a coach, I'm not so good yet that I'm able to inspire tons of others to want to throw their money at me? Like, how is that true? And how can I take responsibility for becoming as good as at it as I want to be because this is what I choose to do with my life. This is what I feel passionate about, right? Another common sort of result denial thought that I see is when people say, I've invested so much in trainings and this and that, but I have yet to see a return. This is, I hear this all the time and it breaks my heart because it's just not honest. It just puts you in like this bummed out, again, like resentful self-pity. Oh, I invested so much. How come I haven't earned enough? How come I haven't gotten the return I wanted? So if you sometimes indulge in this kind of thinking, here's what I'd like to recommend instead that you think, hey, I've lined up a lot of really great resources for myself but without having taken action on them in a way that creates the result I want yet. And if I want to change that, I can. Because think about it. I, I always want to challenge whenever people make the amount of investments they've made a problem, right? There's something that I've taken from my parents that it's like a, I don't know if this is like my a family thing or a Korean thing. I think it's actually just like a, a mom thing, like my mom thing. <laughs> but she always used to say, there's no such thing as a bad investment in education. Any kind of investment you that you put towards education, towards learning more to upgrading your brain is a good investment, period. That is the philosophy I learned from my parents. I... Always think about that. Like, what if you never made yourself wrong for how much you've invested? And what if you're always like proud to have exposed yourself to lots of different ideas, to lots of great resources, a lot of things that you could use, you know, to improve your life and to improve the quality of your thinking and to improve the results you get. But just because you've 
taken all these courses just because you've invested a lot, that doesn't mean that you have taken action on them in a way that creates the results you want yet. And those actions are always available to you. Those resources are always available to you, but it is always so completely unhelpful to tell your brain over and over that the mere fact of your investment should automatically create results because it's not true. You take the investment and you have to take action that creates results, right? And if you don't have the results you want yet, you clearly haven't done that yet. And you can change that, right? Just because you went to college for a thing, it doesn't mean you're automatically guaranteed an amazing job. You have to do the work, right? You have to have what it takes. You have to, you have to earn that. You have to create that. In looking at your results, you're like, these are my fruits. And I want to contemplate like how much of this I'm willing to own, right? And are you willing to own all of this? Are you willing to own your fruits without beating yourself up, without making the current level of your results a problem? Are you willing to do this with compassion for yourself, with respect for yourself, with honor for yourself, right? Are you capable of taking responsibility for your results because you love yourself and you believe yourself to be a powerful, powerful creator of your own life, not because you think something is wrong, that you did it wrong and you got to fix it so you can be worthy. Like that is not a game that we're fucking playing. Wow. Like I realized that I am so powerful that I've created all these results or lack of results. And I wasn't even owning it. Like I, I wasn't thinking that I created it, but now that I'm willing to own that I have created it, I can be curious about how I can create different results. And if your brain isn't going there, and at this moment, your brain is going to the self-criticism of like, oh, I did it wrong. What's wrong with me? Why didn't I get it right? Why was I in denial about my results? Like <laughs> if your brain is going in that direction instead, that's okay. It's so normal for brains to like first default to like self-criticism and blah, blah, blah. Your brain is just being a normal brain. Nothing has gone wrong. But if your brain is going there, now we know what our work is. Our work, your work, is to evaluate how you have created the exact result you have with love and compassion for yourself, even pride for yourself. Because I guarantee you, even when you are being you know, really honest about your results, actually, those of us who are smart, those of us who are really creative and, and intelligent can be the ones who have the most trouble with this because our brains are really good at like tricking us, <laughs> right? We're really good. I think we almost, coaches almost kind of tend to distract ourselves with like, too much self-awareness. Like we overthink everything and we overanalyze and we overcomplicate everything. And all of that also creates lots of emotions. So I think that a lot of the times the fact that we can often be in kind of denial about this kind of thing. It doesn't mean that you're dumb. It doesn't mean you did it wrong. I think sometimes what that happens as a result of letting our own like intelligence and self-awareness like complicate things. And that's sometimes how this shows up as, right? So I think so much of the work of becoming a better entrepreneur and becoming a better coach is learning how to decomplicate our own tendency to complicate things and how to, and, and learn how to like, not like spin out into circular thoughts, but the having the willingness to stop and be like, okay, hold on. Let me simplify things. Okay. I wanted to make 
$50,000, but I only made $15,000. What if this is actually really simple? There were certain things. It, there's only one explanation. There are certain acts, uh, actions that I should, should have taken that I didn't. And I'm just going to be curious about what those are, right? As opposed to making it really complicated, being like, I should have made that money instead. I should have done this because of that, right? So I actually think that result honesty makes your work simpler and lets allows your intelligence and allows your your propensity for self-awareness <laughs> to by self-awareness I mean like thinking about your own thoughts right thinking about your own thoughts thinking about your own process thinking about your own result creation like that can all get very 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 complicated so this is a way to simplify all of that so that you can look at what you really need to look at the places where there are gaps not there are gaps because you were stupid and you did it wrong but there are gaps because we're all in the process of learning new things so we can grow and we're we're kind of honing the skill of being able to better identify where the gaps are so that we can begin to fill them in, right? So I hope you'll come to see that. You may feel the initial sting of owning that, oh, like these are the exact results I should have gotten, right? It And I thought I deserved more, but it turns out I didn't, and I can change that. But in the end, I think past that initial sting that if you're willing to experience it, the truth is so liberating. If you see how you have the exact results that you created, it lifts confusion and it points you to your work. The truth loves you. The truth wants to help you as long as you're not running around trying to avoid it. Like you never are like running faster towards the result you, results you want when, then when you are pausing to get honest about how you've been not creating that. Right. So. There's another question that comes up when I tend to talk about stuff like this, and it is this. Some clients, right, some members of our audience take a long time to warm up to your work. Some people like to think about things for a long time. They take months to get to know you and to become a yes. And I talked about this a lot in the past couple of podcast episodes, how the vast majority of people who recently became my clients who joined Joyful Marketing actually were getting to know me and they were they were following me for months. Somebody three months, other people six months, nine months, 12 months, 15 months. I, they thought of my offers and they thought, thought about it and thought about it and slowly were like moving towards becoming a yes, right? They were more of a yes, but they still didn't say yes. They were more of a yes. They still didn't say yes month after month after month. And then Six months later, they're like, okay, now I'm ready to say yes. Or a year later, they're like, okay, now I'm, now I'm going to have the money. And that's all normal. Some results just take time. You don't have like one thought. You don't have, you don't take one action and have it manifest an immediate result right away. That's not how it works. A lot of the times, the results you get are sort of delayed reactions from the thoughts you thought and the actions you took weeks ago, months ago, even sometimes even years ago, right? We're always planting seeds that are going to bloom later and turn into results. So here's the question I get is how do you know if some things are just taking time or if you're creating the lack of results because you're lacking the right thoughts or the skills or the actions necessary to create those results, right? So yeah, how do I know if it's just taking time or if I'm not creating the results. So here's my answer. You getting someone to follow you in the first place, that is caused by your thoughts and your skills. 
you getting someone to follow you and like you and gradually trust you more and more as an expert, as a coach, that is your thoughts and your skills. Like you're creating that. You helping them over time to get closer and closer to becoming a yes, that is also created by your thoughts and skills. If you have some people who follow you and adore you and look look up to you as a coach and they told you, you know, and they're telling you, oh, you know, I love following you. You, you inspire me so much. Your thoughts and skills created that. If you have people who are having the desire to work with you, who are saving up to work with you, they're telling their friends about you, your thoughts and skills created that. Keep creating that, right? And now they're already moving towards a yes. They're already on a continuum of trending towards buying from you. And guess what? Getting them there faster and faster is your thoughts and your skills, and getting more of them, greater numbers of them, meeting more people and getting them more of them on that journey towards that yes is also your thoughts and skills. You know, believing that while it's totally normal for some people to take months to be a yes, there's always at least one person who wants to take action today. And being able to inspire that person towards action now, today, is also your thoughts and skills. And that's a big one. For me, like I personally always think about that one person out there, right? There's like, my thought is there's always at least one person out there who is just dying to throw their money to solve a problem today because they've just been looking and looking for someone exactly like me for an offer exactly like mine. And when they find me and they find my offer, they don't need to wait. They don't need to think about it. They're like, fuck yes. Where has this been all my life? And they're ready to go. They're like, I've been waiting to throw money at this yesterday. They are just like ready, right? I always have that person in mind. I want to make sure that I'm speaking to them. I want to make sure that I'm making offers in a way where it's easy for them to take immediate action. I I really make sure that I don't subtly fall into this energy of like, you're waiting, you're warming up, and I'm waiting, and I'm warming up, and we're in this kind of limbo together because I'm creating the limbo of you're not ready today. And that when I believe that, I'm doing a disservice to the person who is ready today. So it's the balance of knowing that someone's always dying to make a decision today and they're dying to hear a direct offer from me today. And also there's other people there who are going to find me, love me. They're going to gear up to pay me. They're warming up to pay me in six months, in two months, in a year. I hold both in my mind. Hold Being able to hold all those possibilities, all those people in your mind together at the same time, that is also a part of of your thoughts and skills. So take responsibility for all of it. You just unleash, you open up so much potential so for, for useful thinking, for high-level problem solving, for finding your own gaps so that you can, you can learn and grow and make different decisions and create different results when you embrace radical result honesty. And I, and I truly, truly think that if every coach embraced radical result honesty, it might be a little bit more emotionally uncomfortable at first, but it will, like I said, the truth always loves you. The truth wants to help you. When the truth, when the reality isn't giving you what you want, when the universe isn't giving you what you want, it's not just trying to fuck with you. It's not being mean to you. It's not like, oh, I'm withholding this thing you want because we don't like you. That's never what's happening. The universe is always wanting you to pay attention to where there's a gap 
so that you can fill it so that you can grow to the next level. And the universe is like, hey, we want you to notice this gap. Hey, we want you to notice this gap. Hey, we want you to fill this in. Hey, we want you to pay attention here and grow here so that we can take you to the next level. And then you're never looking at those things because you're like, well, I should be at the next level already. Why am I not there? I'm mad that I'm not there yet. doesn't make any sense. And you're just like sitting there pouting, ignoring the universe's message. So think of radical result honesty as not like a punishment, not something you do to yourself to be mean, but because you understand that the universe loves you and you want to work with the universe, a loving universe that wants what you want, maybe even more than you want it. Like if you want coaching business success, I guarantee you the universe wants it for you more than you want it. And it's always pointing you to your work and you're never going to see what it is if you're just sitting there feeling bad for yourself because you're telling yourself, my results should be different. I've been at this for so long. I should be making more money. I was invested so much. My results should be different. These are all ways of telling the universe, I have no interest in what you're trying to teach me. We do not want to be that person. (laughs) If you occasionally are that person, I am too. We're all human. Our brains can all just like pout. It's normal. We deserve all the understanding and compassion for that part of our brains. It's it's okay. You are not a problem. You are never a problem. Your brain is not a problem. And then we just tell it like, hey, okay, but we're not going to just like stew in this emotion right now. We're going to be curious about it instead. We're going to be open to result honesty instead. Okay, my friends, I hope that was helpful. Let's get honest and create better results. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.